0: Hello and welcome to Through the Valley Podcast. I am your host, Akimo Davis, and I'm happy to share with you my life experiences as a husband, father, professional, and entrepreneur living in the Caribbean. Join me on this journey as we explore and relive those experiences that have shaped me and that may influence you. Get your notepad and your snacks as we journey Through the Valley. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Valley Podcast. My name is Aquino Davis. I'm your host again today, and it's good to be back in front of the microphone to share and to be with you. Our last episode was two weeks ago, and for good reason, the last episode featured an interview that I did with Rosemary Pacheco Cancer Foundation. Topic on men and grief. And it was pretty insightful. I enjoyed doing that interview with my good friend Ayana. But Coming out of that episode, what I experienced brought up some memories and it triggered some reflection. And even though... I had an episode available to publish last week, I felt it was necessary for me to just disconnect a little bit and to just reset, recalibrate, rethink, see about me a little bit, make sure I got my mental back in check. So here I am this week, just wanted to share a little bit about the realities of taking care of your mental capacity, your mental health is so important. I've chosen as some situations and how you treat with it is will be very instrumental to how you're progressing. your life it's important for you sometimes to just take some time to reflect and to refresh and to cleanse your mind clean your thoughts clean your spirit retool study come again for me last week was quite a telling week and not only that i had some emotional stresses to deal with i also had some professional stress as well you know we go about our daily lives man. we just go through the rigors of it and you never really understand how things affect you until they affect you i still maintain a a professional job and I am required to attend to 9 a.m to 5 p.m every day. I wake up pretty early. fluctuates between 4.30 and 5.30 in the morning. Of course, you wake up and you hit that snooze button about three times or the alarm before you really get up. But on most mornings, most times my wife works shifts, so she does a hell of a lot to help prepare the children before she leaves. And I'm tasked with picking up and organizing, marshalling, make sure our 16-year-old gets up on time and she does what she has to do to get ready. And then I now have to fight up with four-year-old and he is a handful. I'll tell you something. He is not a morning person, not a morning child. So he will wake when he wants to wake. So regardless how early I get up, we try to get him in bed by a reasonable time at night, but he wakes up and he's the most irritable. So just to take him through his re- routine, brushing his teeth and getting him ready, it is such a challenge. I didn't realize how all of that was wearing on me because when we leave home I'm driving against the direction of my job to take him to school first then take our daughter to school after and then I head to work now where I live and where I work naturally in Trinidad's morning traffic is a two-hour drive so taking them to school becomes a Two and a half hour drive or two hour, 45 minutes drive on a morning. And I do that every morning unless there's some emergency with the children or some reason why they couldn't attend school on that day. I do that every morning. I drop the four-year-old first going against the direction that I work. Then I will drop the 16-year-old and then I will head to work. So it's about 2 hours and 45 minutes from there to my job, driving in general, it's morning traffic. On an evening, I have a driver who would pick them up and take them to my mother-in-law's place. And she will provide afternoon care for them. Make sure they change their clothes, a me, get their homework done. Well, in the case of my 16-year-old, get her homework done. And I leave work at 5pm, sometimes after, and then I journey towards my mother-in-law, which is an hour and a half from my job. And in the Trinidad evening, rush hour traffic, that turns into two hours. So I get there, organise them, get them in the car, and it's time for us to journey home. From my mother-in-law to my home, it's an hour's drive in the evening traffic. So when I leave work at five o'clock in the afternoon, I usually get home by 7.30 and 8, sometimes between 7pm 7 to 7.45. That's the average time I'll get home, between 7pm 7 to 7.45, every single day. And that has been going on for the better part of six months since I changed jobs so I started feeling overwhelmed by that routine because I would leave home at dusk and I get back home every day in darkness I don't see daylight at home during the week at all and that started to really mess with me mentally I started to become agitated when I go to pick up the children I'm agitated something was just playing in my mind and it started to affect how I communicated at home because by the time I got home I get home at 7.45pm any in that It's just enough time for me to cool down, have something to eat, take a bath and go to bed. I'm so exhausted sitting in the traffic driving. Time I get out of the car. All my calves are hurting. My body is stressed. My mentality is stressed. I don't have time to spend with my children, much less to have a conversation with my wife. That's if she's home because, as I said, she works shifts. So some days she works 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., some days she work six a.m. to six p.m. So if I do meet her at home, sometimes we're just crossing paths during the week. When I'm leaving home on a morning, she's just arriving. There's no time but just to give her a kiss and, and, and leave the house. And that obtained like four days a week. So four to seven days just we're just crossing paths. Right? So it really became mentally and emotionally training for me the past six months. And then starting this podcast, I have to find odd times to record because where I where I live is semi country. So we we smacking in the middle of, of a tropical rainforest valley. So there's birds, there's a cockrowing at at odd hours. So it becomes kinda Challenging at the time when I want to record and this kind of stuff. So experiencing those triggers for the last six months became very stressful for me. Coming out of doing that interview with Diana's foundation, it kind of just collapsed on me that I was so stressed out. The last episode dealt with men and grief, and I just realized that I was so stressed out, I was so emotionally weakened the past six months that I just couldn't really put myself together last week. And I decided. I'm not even going to load up the pre-recorded episode. And I'm even going to load that. I just lay down in my bed, and I just try to relax myself. Try to be a little bit negligent towards myself in terms of getting up to to do the Saturday morning or the Sunday morning routine. And on top of that, the work week wasn't a particularly easy week. I'm the type of person who I take a lot of pride in myself as a professional. So coming out of being an entrepreneur and controlling your own destiny and not being in a job for so long, I started in business in 2001. And I did that part-time whilst having a job until 2006. From 2006 to, let's say, what have been, about 2012. So from 2006 to 2012, about better part of six years, I worked for myself. I had no employer. During that time, I established an office. I hired my own staff. I undertook to find my own projects, and I controlled my own destiny during that period. In 2012, briefly, I took a job, six months contract. When that was over... Again, I went back into my own business, albeit in a new business. And I did that until 2015. So between 2001 and 2015, I am in control of my own destiny. Then in 2016 and 2017, again, I took a job which... In both instances, it was six months, six months contract. And then in 2018, I took on a full-time job again with the state agency working in areas of child protection. And I did that job for four years. So up to April 2022, being in that job, I didn't have time wanting to do my own business. So I put that aside and I just focus on this job. And I can tell you, that job was probably the most stressful thing I ever did in my life. Just in nature the work, child protection. You have no idea how that impacts on a person, the things you see, the experience that you have. The best thing coming out of that job for me was the bonds that I formed with my immediate team, with my colleagues. Some of the best people I've ever met in my life. All them oh, in mean, such high regard at 2018 to, to 2022 cohort the facilities department some of them are the nicest people i've ever met they remain the nicest people i've met some of them i don't really have any regard for that's human nature you meet people and then you meet people yeah that was my experience but that job was something else that job took such a heavy toll on me emotionally i met some wonderful people and i met some real jackass and it caused me a lot of stress to that job so even when i left that job in april This year, April 2022, I had to speak with with a counsellor, get my head straight, get the impact of that job out of my system before I started my new job. That took some serious mental purging and some mental refreshing to be able to move on like that. So I made that transition into my new job. And you come into an environment which you think is a lot less stressful, which you hope would be a lot less stressful. But boy, oh boy, that wasn't the case. And last week was like the most difficult week I've had. for me, it's never about the the worker. I love what I do professionally. Professionally, I... I'm qualified as a project manager with over 22 years experience in project management. I have near 10 years in facilities management experience, qualified in civil engineering, qualified in facilities management. So I am pretty knowledgeable in the work that I do professionally. I'm also qualified in health and safety management, which is a very integral part of the industry that I operate in. And I have certifications in executive management. My resume is tall. Professionally and academically. So it's not about the work for me. My challenges come with people and personalities. I know I have a strong personality, real strong, and and I have a strong confidence about myself professionally as well. And what I have discovered, my experience to be, is that when I present myself in a new environment or a new job, it often rubs people as me being cocky or me being full of myself. I also try to practice good posture, you know, good executive presence. So I may seem puffed up to some, but I take practice in how I carry myself and how I present myself and how I undertake my work. And that often rubs people the wrong way. I have a personality that either you like me or you don't like me. The majority of times people don't like me because of how I present. I'm not the type of A guy who will laugh and smile and not tell you when you're on foolishness. So I've often, always, in every job that I've had, always found myself in conflict with my bosses, with those I report to, always. Because one of my pet peeves, professionally, is having to take an instruction from someone who is not familiar or skilled or knowledgeable of the area of work. They have to take an instruction to do something that they are not personally knowledgeable in. And what I find happening to me is that when I'm confronted in that kind of situation, I try to offer advice first. The birds are out now. 6 a.m. only that and the birds are out. Anyway... I hope you enjoy the chirping in the background. Back to the story now, back to, to the experiences that I try, before taking advice, if I know you're not knowledgeable in the area and give me a certain instruction and I know it's going to have a particular outcome, I will try to advise you, maybe that's not the right way to go. But because you're the boss, your instruction prevails. And I have to do that exercise in futility I have to see the results of it play out over time and that really gets to me, it gets to me, it gets to me, it gets to me and that's the experience I had this past week in my new job, six months in and it stressed the hell out of me, it stressed me out. I found myself in an argument, a confrontation really. With my and it had me questioning myself, you know, what am I really doing? What am I really doing with my life? Is this what I want to be going through at this stage in my life? So I just really had to just step away last week, assess myself professionally. Assess myself emotionally, assess myself mentally. Try to really understand, figure out yeah. the important things but I could retune and recalibrate and reorganize myself. And here I am today. Just exposing that sometimes you really have some some challenges and some struggles. You don't know how they impact you. So for me, it has been not having enough time with my family, not having enough time for myself. Leaving home in the dark and coming home in the dark every single day is not healthy. Anybody who knows me, well, know that I love the garden. So it has been six months of neglecting my garden. It's all covered in bush right now. It's the most depressing thing you see on a morning when you walk out the, the front door. My garden is in my front yard. It's the most depressing thing, so I leave home depressed. I come back home depressed because I can't attend to... I can't do what refuels me. I can't do what is therapeutic to me. I don't have the time to do what's therapeutic to me, so I'm not getting time for that self-care. So I'm stressing more, trying to figure out how to find more time, how to find more time with my son, be able to take him out outside, play. So on Saturdays and Sundays when I'm home, I'm so tired from, from driving up and down all week, from dealing with the stresses of professional work. That on a Saturday and a Sunday, all I want to do is lay down all day long. I haven't been able to work out as I I had started, spent 2021 in celebration of my 40th year. Spend that entire year working out, getting myself in shape, toning up and firming up all the areas, got the belly down, got all these things. Physical attributes, muscular definition going 2021 and 2022 has been total neglect, And I don't like how I look physically. I love me. I love who I am. But I want to see physical expression. So I'm able to find the time to work out consistently. I'm getting home after hours. So I eat late. Where I work is so remote. There's not much food options. So my wife does really well to prepare a solid lunch for me every day. Most times it's prepackaged meals for two, three days at a time. And because she works shift, and I have to organize myself for the children in the morning. It's just in the refrigerator, take a bowl, that's pre-prepped and take to work. And that too becomes stressful because I'm not having time to enjoy food. It's like a production line. I'm not having time to enjoy a meal to, to really see for the taste and to appreciate the nutrient value that might be in it uh, I'm just eating because I have to eat at a scheduled time. And if I eat the same thing for two or three days at a time, it, it, it's no fun. It's like you begin to feel like you're eating chalk. You lost the fun in food and the tasting food. I'm just saying at the, the, the patterns of life and, The daily grind has caused me to not love food And the options you have in the evening, most times, it's not really healthy for an evening meal. But because you're just hungry and you have to eat, you've been in traffic three hours in the evening time. It is sort of stressful. So life has caught up with with me last week. And that's why I took a break. Walked me full circle in terms of having independent thought and being in the job and having to follow certain dictates and... Doing things that you know are not going to yield particular results, but it has to be done. And then yeah, you get to see yourself do it over again because it didn't have the particular results. The stresses of caring for, for your family's education, taking care of the children, making sure that they get to their places on a morning, In to the of the Trinidad traffic. Let me tell you something see, this country. The biggest nightmare in this place is the traffic. You spend hours in traffic. You burn up gasoline unnecessarily sitting in traffic. You don't have the luxury a national telecommuting policy. Where I work is at the discretion of the director. You, you need to have permission, right? So you indicate in advance the days you want to work home. But you spend so much time in this unnecessary traffic, five to six hours that day I spend daily in traffic. Not to mention, gasoline just went up in October, right? So, you're just burning gas. I used to spend $234 or, or somewhere there. Between 230 and $250, I used to spend to burn my gas tank. My fuel tank in my car. And I have a fancy car. I have the most basic cars that you could find. A wagon, a AD wagon is what I drive at this point in time and I used to spend $250 at most to fill my gas. Gasoline went up in October and now I spend $324, $330 to fill that same time. And you spend five to six hours a day in traffic just burning gas in bumper to bumper traffic. Now, overall, that can never make any kind of sense. All I'm doing is just burning fuel for six hours a day, five days a week, 20, 21 days a month. That too has been adding to my stress. Not that, yes, a financial increase here, but not so much the financial aspect of it. But it's just the stress of being in traffic, the inconvenience... And if a shower rain come down too heavy, or if storm conditions present themselves, then it's talking hours for six and seven hours, one week. All of these things really got to me. Yeah, I've just taken the last week, folks, just to... Uh recalibrate. I wasn't needing to free my mind to continue sharing my journey through the valley because the events of the last couple of months and the last week surely felt as if I'm still going through this valley. Maybe a different valley, but the stress and mental health is at the core of it. I never want to make my family feel as if they are the reasons for my anxiety or my anger. I try at all times at home to be as pleasant as possible, Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes my, my wife wants to have a conversation with me and I'm just numb. Sometimes my son, who has no understanding of what daddy going through, he is just relentless. Daddy can't play with me. Daddy can't go camping with me. Daddy can't do this with me. Daddy can't do that with me. And all I want to do is just shut my door and lock him out. <laughs> now I don't do it. But I'm just saying, that's what I want to do. So it requires me to dig so, so deep to find the strength and the resilience to give him his time. And when I do it, I I feel refreshed, yes, but it's so stressful doing it. And my daughter, well, she's neither here nor there. She finds the comfort of her room and she does her thing. Either she's journaling, She's listening to some to her music. She's watching into Japanese anime stuff. So she she watches that a lot. She does her thing. Credit to her, she did very well in this end of two examination after school. She did very well. Surprised the hell out of all of us. She did very well, very very well. Shocked the hell out of us. So that's a bright spot right now in the home. Kinda taking away the edge on a lot of stress. So guys, I want to encourage you all. It's important to take some time away, check yourself, reassess what you're going through, ensure that you're firing on all pistons, that you're leaving room for self-care in your in your daily life and in your routine, that you're making good choices. As for me, I am still trying to figure out how I reclaim my time, how I reclaim time for my family, and it's a hard, some hard contemplations that... I'm going through right now. So very tough contemplations. How I reclaim this time. How I reclaim my time for my family, and for myself. And I had to do it. You had to make those contemplations. You had to reach that stage in your life where you, you want to know what's important to you. Is it important for me to continue selling my services to the state, as an employer of the state, and sacrificing the precious time with my loved ones, sacrificing the precious time for my own professional and personal development? Sacrifice any time for my gardening exploits. Those are the questions I'm asking myself now. It's not that I'm not grateful or thankful for the opportunities that I have. Nobody give me anything. I, I work my tail off to be where I'm at. Sacrificed and I've educated myself for the most part in recent years. And I've invested in myself academically and professionally. And I'm at a stage now where I'm reaping some benefit of having a, a good, a very good job in a very good position not so much a good salary but yeah <laughs> that's relative right just kidding but yeah i i meet the needs of my family and someone so i could be content let's see at this point in my life i could be very content and be happy and have none to worry about but the stress that comes with that contentment is not healthy I want to encourage each and every one of you this week, take some time, see about your mental health. The jobs could be so stressful. Your business could be so stressful. Your family could be so stressful. You love them, yes. You love them all fellowships could be stressful you know the hardest stresses is is being around people who you don't like but you have to be around them that could be stressful so i just want to encourage you all while you enjoy my voice and you enjoy the birds and the dogs in the background take some time to reflect to contemplate on what your experiences have been take some time to see about your mental health your emotional health is very important so thanks guys Thanks for tuning in this week. I look forward to picking back up the journey, my journey with completing that series. So much more for us to talk about in that respect. So much more to share about you, that journey, losing loved ones, overcoming it, and journey, you know, getting to this place where I'm at now. So thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a wonderful and productive week. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of Through the Valley Podcast. I hope what was shared was insightful and impacting on you. Don't forget to like subscribe and share the podcast and if you have a story to share or you know someone who does send me an email to akino through the valley at gmail.com see you in the next show bye